Hey guys, welcome back to Behind the Screen here on Idiot Now on the Bridge. My name is Quinn Hollow. I'm Matthew Pingallo. And I'm Andrew Housen. And today, uh, much to Andrew's pleasure, we are doing the long-awaited, year-long, I get, is it a sequel? Or no, no. Well, oh, yeah, part two of horror movies. Yeah, part two of horror movies. Um, which I think, Andrew says it's a pretty big genre, and I think it is a pretty big genre. Um, yeah. Especially with Halloween on Saturday. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the thing, the thing is, though, like, it would be a big genre if it wasn't so centered around only Halloween, because that's kind of the only time where you're um, consistently watching horror movies, mm-hmm. I'd say. Like, you, okay, yeah, no, I, I can agree with that. Like, you, you only watch horror movies around the Halloween time. I mean, I watch movie, I watch horror movies all year round, but that's, that's like, when, when they're most concentrated. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree with that. Um, mm. Like, Christmas movies, obviously, people aren't watching in, like, May. Yeah. Like, you only watch those in, in yeah. December. Mm-hmm. Um, so, how many horror movies have you guys seen? Uh, I'll go first, because I've probably seen the least. I've probably seen, like, maybe 20 horror movies. 20. Pleasure yeah. getting out. I've seen 50, 70 plus. <laughs> um, oh, you were going to say 57. I was like, that's a really exact... Yeah. No, no, like, 50 to 70. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't remember a lot of them, though. Yeah, same. I've seen only the ones that I've seen with, with other people. Like, I don't watch with them. Me yeah, either. I was going to say, most of the ones I've seen were with you guys. Yeah. I don't watch many on my own. Okay. Well, uh, Matthew, what is your favorite horror movie? Jeez. Um, that you can remember. The Conjuring. I don't know if it's the first or the second one. The one without the British girl. <laughs> okay, the first one, then. The first one, yeah. Yeah, probably the first Conjuring, which okay. I saw with you guys. I love that movie. I mean, there's like Alien, Jaws, one of the classics. Jaws is not a horror movie. Yeah, it is. It's classified as a horror It'd movie. It would be, yeah. It's a shark that It may be classified, people. but it, I mean, like... It's classified Where would you? What movie. genre would you put Jaws under, though, I'd besides put that, horror? I'd put that in, like, um, horror adventure, maybe. No. Yeah, horror. it is an event. It's adventure, but but it's a it's about this shark that's, you know, trying to... That, that eats people. I mean, that's suspenseful. That's but, like... But would you watch Jaws on Halloween? No. No. I watch no, on the 4th of July. I yeah. wouldn't... you I watch wouldn't. Jaws, like, in the summer. Yeah. True. But it still means it's not a horror movie. What? Still means <laughs> it's not a horror movie. Wait. No, you're you mean... arguing... <laughs> it still means it's a horror movie. Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. It, still, it still is a horror movie. Yeah. Even though it's not, you know, yeah. based on, you know, Michael Myers stabbing people. You know, it, part of the horror movies is the suspense. You know, right. the bada. It's got bada. the elements. It does. It does yeah. have the elements. Not okay. Totally. There's plenty of horror movies that are in the summer. Like, um, oh, what's it called? It's like I Saw You Last Summer. And it's about this um, group of friends who accidentally hit someone um in like the middle of the night in like um maine hit, hit a person yeah like, in their car that's no, a in their car yeah they're dr- oh, a group they, of friends driving crashed, in a car hit, hit a person and oh. then they and then they threw oh. their body off a cliff oh. and then oh, you meant just like like slapping someone no no, no 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 <laughs> it hit him with a car the person died they like throw him into the water and then a year later she gets a letter saying like i know what you did last summer and that's how it starts off Dang. but then do they get like yeah, one like by one, they, serial start, killer they, they, they start down. getting, the friends start getting murdered. Oh. Okay. Okay. No, I don't want to spoil the rest, because it's oh. really good. Have yeah. you guys seen the one, uh, it might be like social networking, where like, they get, uh, they get like an invite from like, a girl who committed suicide at their school. Like a, fr- or like a friend request, like online, the, the, like Facebook the, or something. The one that only goes through the webcam, 
one. Yeah, it might be like it's like social networking or something. No, uh, it's called um, Unfriended. Unfriended. Yeah. Unfriended. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I really love that? that movie. Both of them for a couple of reasons. First of all, it's one of the first movies that you saw with everything was taken place with the webcam. That's uh-huh. unique. Um, I thought the kills were very interesting, and I think the, when the movie came out, that was during um, the time where they had a lot of awareness about like um, online bullying and swatting. When did it come out? Um, like 2015, 2014. Okay. So yeah, kind of in the wake of where the stuff was going, and I just think it was a really... Um, I don't know, I, I think it really kind of explored the premise of kind of these teens... Um, not knowing what to do when they're, you know, a dead person messages them. Cool. Yeah, I would not know what to do either. Yeah. To be honest. Wait, was it, um, when you said webcam, was it filmed through, like, the phone camera? No, like a computer webcam. Oh. Mm-hmm. oh There's also another computer. movie where this, uh, like, this man, his daughter, like, disappears. Um, and, like, she was found, like, in the desert because, like, someone kidnapped her and, like, have, do you remember that movie? It's also filmed through different webcams, like, one like one time it's from like a news report that shows him another one like he's facetiming then with just a regular webcam at his house no i don't know if i've seen that one and like security cameras it's all through which i thought was incredible with it's all through cameras and i think you know part of the reason why horror movies a lot of people like them is there's so much you can do yeah i mean um i think we're seeing more like more unique like just not regular you know you right, have a right, camera yeah. and you film like a horror movie yeah. but we're seeing webcams we're seeing um other ones using social media like countdown that one was kind of mediocre but that was where you downloaded the app and it said you only had like 42 years to live or some people only had one day to live and they tried to prevent their death mm-hmm. um yeah just so they're a, easy to experiment with yeah kind of. i think so yeah uh-huh. yeah and also <laughs> excuse me also, a lot of horror movies are now very low budget, and mm-hmm. like, and some of the yeah, best movies. Yeah, don't mo- need to be high budget. Yeah, some of the best horror movies are the low budget ones. Yeah, like Unfriended, like, yeah. Um, Paranormal. They were both. Oh yeah, Paranormal Activity. That's under, of, under I think a couple million, and then they made like half, half a billion. Yeah. Something crazy. Wasn't that like the highest Paranormal Activity? Wasn't that the highest grossing um, horror film of all time? Not, 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 uh, not highest grossing of all time, but like when from, did that come out? no, from like the, from how low of the budget to how much oh, okay. money oh, they made. Yeah. The most profit. Yeah. The most profit. Okay. Yeah, okay. That's what I'm trying to say. I bet I'm not exactly sure, but I bet it'd be pretty high. Oh yeah. Right. So, so Andrew, like what is, out of all the horror movies you've seen, like, like what is one that you would pinpoint as your favorite and then why? Um, I, there's so many. Like, I could do an older one, like Alien, or I could do the, some newer ones, like The Conjuring, or... I think what I really like about horror movies is, first of all, there's a couple of things. I like ones that, if there's a killer that's human, and there's a group of friends, you don't know who it is. Uh-huh. Um, I also like when there's some kind of alien or demon trying to you know kill you or your friend group um and you just as long as it's not the same cliche some movies you know they add um new twists i like those but really just kind of anything that um i don't know makes me scared makes me root for the characters um i I can't limit myself to Mm -hmm. one or two movies okay that's fair yeah uh how do you guys think that 
horror movies actually succeed in scaring the audience. You know, like that's their whole point. Like, how do they do that? Oh, jeez. Um, do you do you have something to say, Quinn? Um, well, I was gonna say that they always play on um, our human, like rational and irrational fears. Mm-hmm. Um, so an irrational fear would be like ghosts. You know, because those aren't proven real, so they're, yeah. they're like irrational. But people are, are still scared of them. Yeah. But then a rational fear would be, um, like, being being murdered by like a, a human, yeah. because that can happen. And so, uh, when you just take things that people are normally scared about, and then you exaggerate them uh, a ton, movies can create a very like realistic, uh, you know, scene where. People get very scared. No, yeah, I agree. I feel like some of the scariest horror movies are ones with a real person, like a real serial killer. Uh huh. Like or the maybe Halloween a spider, movie. like right behind you, right on the couch, right there. Look at it. Oh. What? Is there a spider on my couch? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and the other. Can I just call the spider cute? Yeah. That's spider. Let's name him. Spider's three years old. <laughs> <laughs> Let's name him. Uh, George. George. Okay. George. Here's George. Um, no, I think. Do you want me to um, get George? One of the one of the scariest things that the horror movies can do is um again kind of like character development once you really like this character if you see him get um attacked or whatever or if you see them scared for their lives that will for sure make you more scared you're rooting for this person and now there's a um killer after them um i find that really crazy Uh and i think even some of the scariest ones are um ones that kind of um, deprive you of sound or sight until the very last second. So, okay. you know, like some of the um, movies where one of the characters are blind or deaf. Yeah. So now you don't have a sense to alert you of what's going to happen. That always makes me scared. It's like if I'd imagine if I would be deaf and there would be someone after me, that makes it 10 times more scarier than if someone was after me and I could hear and see. Right. And I, I think... You know, when when they have that, that just um, you know, not having one of your senses can be really scary. Yeah. Uh, have you seen the movie Hush? I feel like we saw that together. Yeah, actually. we watched yeah. that. Yeah. Here. Oh, did we? In, our, in this basement. Oh yeah. <laughs> by the way, oh, by the way, this is our first uh, behind the screen in person. Yes. And we're socially distanced. Yeah. And we're being safe. Yes, mm-hmm. of course. Um. Um. Yeah, yeah but in Hush. Yeah, no, go about the Hush. Um. Yeah. The whole time, because she. The girl, she she can't hear anything. She's deaf. So the whole time we were just saying like, we were just thinking in our heads. Here, wait. Like, explain the plot of the. Oh yeah. Okay, that's uh, probably a good idea. Um, there's a deaf girl that she lives she lives alone, and um, I don't know much about it really. Like, I don't, there's not much of a plot. Basically, she just FaceTimes her friends, and then. Um, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, yeah, um, she's a writer. Yeah. Oh she's yeah. A writer. Yeah. I See, say, like the you plot of that movie. It. I forget was, it. Was was kind of dry. Like like there was. Yeah. Very little to, to have it based on. But, you just had a woman living alone, and then a dude came to kill her. But like, her death makes it so much more... Yeah, so there's this writer. Um, apparently, she had a stalker or someone in a white mask, and basically, she had to try to fight to survive by using her other senses, like having the fire alarm go off and have the loud, piercing noise try to um, make them, you know, like... What's the word? 
make him like pre like make Very him not be sad and upset. no 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 <laughs> like you know since she's deaf once the um in part of the scenes the fire alarm goes off the guy just is like um, blinded by the light and can't hear anything because of the sound and since she can't hear sound already she can get the upper hand oh, and I okay. think it's like mm-hmm. um, stuff like that I think that movie was great. Um, they took away a sense and they made up with, um, cause there wasn't a lot of sound in the whole movie. Yeah. Cause you know, it was in her perspective and I think they made that up with a, um, kind of good, um, a good killer or a good, um, I guess he never killed her, but, um, I don't know when he was attacking her, it almost seemed like it was kind of when I was watching it, it was kind of like a Tom and Jerry thing. Like, she would try to do something, then he would chase after her, um, then she would do something else, and then he would chase after her. It was very cat and mouse to me, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and I like that. Yeah. Uh, did you guys think that re- removing one of the senses, or uh, I guess you already explained it, that it did make it more interesting, but um, sound is, uh, like, vision and sound are the only things that of audience can actually use during a movie like we can't use smell or taste mm-hmm. um yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i think actually some movie theaters had something to do with yeah, it's like smell. 4d or something yeah they're they yeah. can make the seat shake or something yeah. and maybe i don't know maybe they'll yeah. start like spraying stuff it's usually at, at like amusement parks though no uh-huh. yeah well, but well, i think even some amcs water. no i actually think some yeah. amcs are starting to have like that's really cool yeah, yeah. That's um, awesome. Well, they don't all go out of business. Since there's only two senses that an audience can use when watching a movie, um, I think when you take away one of, especially for a horror movie, the sound, uh, like that movie was not scary at all, in my opinion. I found it scary. Hush. Yeah, hush. Really? But I'm not sure if that was just because the plot wasn't scary, which well, I don't think the plot was scary. So I think that the reason it wasn't scary for us was because we expected everything to happen we saw everything happen like from behind we saw the guy behind her and we saw him like take her phone and the scariest part for me was when he sent her a photo of her (laughs) yeah okay because i can't imagine myself in that situation where i get a random text from my own phone showing a photo of me yeah that would be very scary that yeah but other than that there were no jump scares like it shows the perspective of both of them throughout the entire film so I don't know, I guess you just sort of, uh, you root for her, and, like, you feel for her, but you don't really, like, you see everything coming. Yeah, I mean, but the goal of the filmmaker is to make the audience scared. It's not to, um, and the way that they do that is by using the character as a medium to get the fear across to us. Um, I don't think that movie did a very good job of actually making us feel scared. Um, yeah. But back to sound. Sound is such a crucial part of any movie especially horror movies that when you take out that sound i think it uh, takes away a lot from its uh, horror like you watch any horror movie without the sound it it's hardly scary anymore um i agree partly with that i think that some movies can have sound and it can be great and some movies can take away sound and i think that's what makes some of the movies so great. Um, I think some that have taken away sound aren't that good, but I, I thought Hush was amazing and scary. Um, I don't know if that's just because I kind of like being scared, and um, I don't always want to predict what happens and just kind of let the movie um, 
run its course. But um, I think when you take away a sense, um, kind of what I was saying earlier, if I couldn't hear, um, I think I would be more scared in a situation than if I could hear. So I wouldn't necessarily say that taking away sound um, like completely ruins a movie. I think in some, um, you know, you need sound, but I think in others, like with the um, death, um, death um, writer, it can really um, help help you out okay. or help convey the movie, I should say. Yeah, no, I agree. Are there any movies that have no sound at all? Uh, I mean, like, Hush is, like, the most... No, there's, there's a couple of others. I could look yeah, them up, but... Um, yeah. Okay. Let me actually do that. Okay, so... I I also agree with you partly, Andrew. I think that... Sound, like, taking away sound in a horror movie can... Uh, either make or break it. Like... By taking away sound, you have to... Like, it's the same way people who are deaf um, or blind... When you take away one of their senses, their other senses are amplified. And so if you take away sound, you have to amplify the the visuals. And if the visuals just stay the same without the sound, it won't be as scary. So you have to totally like remodel the visuals so that they can work without sound. Oh, well, I forgot to mention... scary. Yeah, no, Quinn, I totally agree with you. And I forgot to mention A Quiet Place. Um, oh, totally. yeah? Uh-huh. Great. They, well, that one has sound. They just can't talk. Well, but but very little. Yeah, it doesn't have to have any sound because Hush does. But it's just same with The Conjuring. The Conjuring actually has a little sound. I'm looking at a list right now. Well, the Conjuring has tons of sound. There's like what? full on dialogue. There's now. yeah. There's a but lot of but dialogue. but there's not as much as a regular movie. I mean, it's not Die Hard, obviously, but True. it's not any way focused around having like not very much sound. True, but I would say movies maybe not The Conjuring, but I would say definitely like um, The Quiet yeah, Place and Hush. Sure. I think those those movies were so unique and so good were because they had no sound. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was their superhero or their superpowers in a way was not having sound, which doesn't sound right. But in a way, you know, we have um, um, the girl in um, A Quiet Place. We had her, the, you know, the dad finds out, spoiler alert, that if they have the same frequency to the... Um, his daughter who's deaf, then they can get rid of the monsters. And then with Hush, because she doesn't have hearing, she can, um, again, spoilers alert, get the upper hand and attack the bad guy because she's not, like, blinded in the ears. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so... Oh, shoot, I just had, like, the most epic point ever to make. <laughs> um, shoot, it just went away. Okay, let's... Um, since we've all seen The Conjuring... Uh, and I think we watched it together. I say we analyzed this a little bit. So, how does The Conjuring successfully or unsuccessfully scare the audience? And, uh, like, what tools and methods do they use to do that? Jeez. Um, well, I think they have a lot of jump scares in that movie. Uh-huh. A lot. Especially with, like, even though you expect it to happen, like, when somebody walks into a ba- pitch black basement and the lights aren't working you expect it to happen or when someone opens a dresser and like because there's sound or because it's like shaking like crazy yeah. you expect something to come out but they just still they still i don't know if it's the same for you guys but it still like catches me you know yeah i just remembered my point that i was about to make in the last one about the quiet place yeah um would you guys agree that that people have like a natural fear of like quietness of like like dead silence yeah. 
So yeah, maybe or not maybe, but that's definitely one of the uh, the things that would scare an audience about having a horror movie with very little. No, sound. I totally agree. Is that plays on that like rational fear of mm-hmm. silence? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know. Um, not to throw my sister under the bus, but for like <laughs> age zero to ten, she's always slept with the noisemaker. And even now she does. I don't think it's because she's scared of silence, but I think people kind of like some white noise in the background. Right, yeah. Yeah. They don't I like think, just pure like abyss yeah, darkness. I actually do. I prefer. Really? Um, <laughs> I, I don't. I, 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 can't, I, can't, <laughs> um, I, I can't sleep without a noise, or I can't sleep with the noisemaker. It's really tough. Okay. I used so, to always sleep. Or I still do, but I can't go to sleep without like a rate like music or a radio playing. I like it pitch black. Maybe I'm like a serial killer, but yeah, I think you are. I like it quiet. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah. First, going back to the Conjuring, a little backstory. This guy, um, invest uh, journalist. He wrote books, right? Yeah. Uh, he had one. No, big... he was more of like a. No, he was a paranormal like researcher. Oh yeah, but paranormalist. He had... I think. No, but but he had one hit book. Yeah. Diary of Wimpy Kid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jeff so, so, and now he moved into this um, new city looking for his next big story. Oh, no. That's, that's not what happened. Yeah, that's um, that's not The Conjuring. That's, no, it's not? No. That's Paranormal Activity. No. Or, I've never seen that movie. Have you guys seen Paranormal Activity? Oh, no. That's Insidious. No, not Insidious. What is it called? Where it's... Um, I don't think this is a real thing. I think Andrew's got the plot. No, no, no. I've seen the movie. Um, anyway, back to the Conjuring. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Here, I have to find it. This now. family moves into now. a new house that, like, has been. There's been. It's been historically known to have many deaths inside the house. Like, or like, there are a couple witches. Or and this is just like from the movie. There are like witches that live there. Like someone drowned their child there. Or, like, yeah. And a couple people bunch committed of, suicide. A bunch of weird stuff. Yeah, a bunch of weird stuff happened. They move there, and then a bunch of crazy stuff happened. Obviously, and then they. Um, like, I think they talked to the priest, and the priest brought in uh, the Warrens. Is that what they yeah. um, yeah. Was it their priest? Or, I think so. Or did they just, like, Someone the they Warrens? know. No, I think someone they know. And then they brought them yeah. in because they're historically known to uh, deal with that type of stuff. Yeah, and that yeah. those are real people that did deal with that type of stuff. I'm not saying that they're telling the truth or not. but So they did write books um, about their experiences. Mm-hmm. And um, so I think that's what you're... No, no, to... I'm gonna find it. Um, it's a different I, movie. I have the okay. Conjuring and this yeah. Nether movie. I know the one you're up. talking about. It's the one I'm talking about was the one where the kids um, turned into right, right. Um, basically little devils. And um, oh, shoot. yeah, once I find the name of that, I'm gonna talk about it because I really like that movie. But I'm just, mm-hmm. it's completely left me. Yeah, uh, Matthew, <laughs> the Conjuring though, like that's a pretty, uh, that's like a modern rendition of kind of your your bog standard <laughs> um, like your standard kind of paranormal activity movie right yeah um, no, sure like there's uh, there's not really anything unique about it <laughs> um if you guys didn't hear that my stomach growled and apparently everyone <laughs> thought that um too funny. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so it's it's your pretty standard um, paranormal activity movie, and everything that happens in that movie, we've 
the audience has kind of seen uh, before. You know, mm-hmm. you have possession. You know, people in chairs like levitating. Yeah, um, it's sinister. That's right, the movie. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sinister. Oh. And I'll talk about that next. Yeah. yeah. And wardrobes are shaking. Uh huh. Um, so, but uh, how does a movie like that, who where? Um, they've just taken all of these kind of symbols of fear that have developed in horror movies throughout the existence of horror movies. Like, why are those things scary to us? Like, like, why is a house, like, why is a haunted house scary? Like, what, 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 like, irrational or or rational fear plays on a house being scary? I see it as. Your house is your home, your apartment, your condo, that's your home. Like, your house is your home. If yeah. your home is getting invaded or sieged by a demon or whatever, I mean, I would find that scary. I mean, that's where I sleep. That's where right. I that's take like, my classes. I mean, that that's that's my crib. <laughs> right, exactly. And if there's a yeah. ghost that's flying like around my crib, place. it is. Yeah, and, exactly. you know, the world's a scary place, and you bet that your home is your, a safe place. Mm-hmm. And now if there's some spooky spirits flying around my room... Um, I, I would be scared. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I, I go into my room to sleep. Right. But um, even if it's not your own house, say that you were just out in the woods and you came across this shack that was that was empty, like, you are immediately, like, pissing your pants. Like, you do not want to go in that house because, like, mm. like why is that scary? Why is just a house scary? I think because people don't know anything about... Or if it... Let's say, like, there like, are spirits in real life. I think if people people don't know anything about them and, like, what they're capable of and how to get rid of them. Uh-huh. So I think just the fear of unknown, uh, of not knowing. Yeah, the know? unknown. What about the fear of, like, confined spaces or kind of, like, restrictions? Because when you're in a house, yeah. you're, you're in a house. There's only, like, you know, certain exits, and you're, you're trapped within that house until mm-hmm. you leave. Yeah. And when you're trapped in an environment that's when you feel the most vulnerable to um, scary things yeah well i personally don't have a fear of small spaces like if i'm trapped in a tiny little bathroom for two days i'm fine with that or trapped in no no you wouldn't be yes, fine with that no, you if i had <laughs> the resources days, no. I, if, I, if, if i was trapped in my bathroom for two days i would i wouldn't like go crazy like some people would no i What's it called? Being, What's that being stuck in my house for two days straight would cause me to go crazy. Well, we, are you serious? Your entire house? You have a huge mansion. I mean, not. I mean, <laughs> not, no, really no, no, like it's, it's, it's not how big. Not being able to leave <laughs> I mean, is the kinda, thing that does it. We for had me. to deal with that. For I mean, a few being months. locked. No, no, not. But not that you like. You're. You have to. Not that you can stay. But it's the thought, I guess, for me, and I guess that makes. In uh, my opinion, these kind of horror movies scary is that you can't leave. Okay. Like if 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 I was locked and I couldn't leave, like you know there was something physically stopping me, I would find that scarier yeah. than me just being wanting to have a lazy weekend and staying in my house. I could walk outside and take a deep breath of air if I wanted to, but now they have put restrictions on yeah. me. Yeah. Okay, yeah. They like passcode in my house. Okay. For like screen time. No, yeah, that I could of course I would be terrified if I was trapped and I couldn't if I know for I couldn't get out food. for Exactly. I don't know how long. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not, I don't fear being in a confined space very much. Unless I mean, I'm stuck. Matthew just loves his bathroom. That's I just it. love my bathroom. 
it's also much like being in a confined space, but um, it's it's more the mental. Uh, I don't know. Well, you're like, not being able to get out for me. Right, 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 right. Yeah, you're you're trapped. Like if you were trapped in a a place where you couldn't move, like you were like laying down and you couldn't move at all, you can stand up or like go to the bathroom. You just had to like pee and poo like in place. Like, you mean like sleep paralysis? No, not no, not sleep paralysis. <laughs> like, say you're trapped like in a wall. Okay. And you can't leave the wall. I'm stuck in a wall. Okay. Right. Like, mm. like that's obviously scary, right? Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. it's scary because of you know, like whether you say that you're not afraid of confined spaces or not, like you're scared of that confined space. Or the fact that you're just in a wall. Right. Which yeah. is a confined space. <laughs> yeah. That you. <laughs> Well, doing. I mean, imagine this basement right now, all the doors lock and all the windows, a giant iron, like, uh-huh. gate comes down all around the house. I mean, would it's not a confined space, but would you guys just be like, oh, that's normal? I you mean, know, you, you put up, you know, iron, like, um, doors and iron um, windows. Like, no, you didn't. I mean, if that was true, I would probably be definitely scared that I was like in that room and I couldn't get out mm-hmm. except I wouldn't be scared of like um paranormal or or kind of like the horror movie things because in my opinion or not in my opinion but to my knowledge nothing could get into where I was so even if you're in a house where you you know technically can't leave because it's your house there still needs to be some passages and openings yeah like like mentally so that you oh can, yeah you can still feel unsafe that uh, that things that aren't homely can you know enter your home yeah that also brings back another um or that reminds me of another movie called the purge have you guys seen that one uh, yeah but but we we saved the purge for another that, that, that there's three for a whole year we know we know we we save it right. can i just mention one thing about the purge how this yeah. that relates so but that should be its own my yeah that should be that could be its own uh episode actually maybe yeah. it, it should be maybe a in a couple J. weeks yeah per se <laughs> um they're they're also trapped in their home for yeah well for like 13 hours i think i mean they're not forced to be they can do whatever they want but because there's an outside, there's a threat like outside of their home. They have to be trapped for 13 hours. Mm-hmm. So and the purge gets into its own. Oh yeah, and that's really really great stories about like you know government and um, is it is this right? Is this morally right or what is morally right? Yeah. Um, I think the three purge movies are really interesting. We should talk about that. But yeah, no, Matthew, I do know what you're saying. Like just. For me, just being stuck somewhere, not being able to leave, would make me scared. Mm-hmm. Isn't Saw a little bit like that, too? Some of the Saw traps, yeah. Yeah. Even though those are only, most of the Saw traps are, like, only for a couple of minutes. <laughs> it's like, either you're going to live in five minutes, or you're, you know, going to have your head gone. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of movies uh, that deal with confined spaces and not being able to escape. Uh-huh. What do you think is one thing that all horror movies have in common? Like... Every single one of them a has, has this. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, it, <laughs> it, it has to be more specific than just a threat. <sighs> then just, um... It's a good question. That's, do I you mean, have the answer to that question, Quinn? 
I'm forming one in my mind right now. Yeah. Think time. <laughs> I so, say... Yeah. You, you I mean, all, all horror movies... You know, basically every horror movie has the same good guy, bad guy, bad thing, and then, you know, some kind of setting. I mean, that's basically how you make a movie. Yeah, but I think, how many movie goes. But honestly, I think uh-huh. with horror movies... It kind of changes. Sometimes, you know, you have everyone but one person in a group live. Other times, there's horror movies where everyone just um, dies, like in the sinister. So I don't, I don't really think with horror movies, and that's part of the reason why I love them. There is no two horror movies the same. All of them have the same ingredients, but the way they're mixed and baked and produced are um, completely different. You know, some. There's one threat, and it's a person. It's a killer, like with kind of the original slashers. Well, now we kind of see these ones where the killer's on your laptop or your phone, or it's exactly, it's right there, Quinn. It's on your phone. And then other ones, you know, are like Jaws or Aliens, and there's these, you know, um, crazy alien, you know, in your stomach. So I really don't think there's like. Besides those things, I don't know how much more you can say is, like, makes a horror movie a horror movie. Okay. Yeah. What about, uh, do you guys think that there is, like, every horror movie has to have a uh, societal, I don't know if it's a societal issue or just a societal statement, like, Mm, like, involved in, like, what drives the fear from it? No. Like, the no? Why not? I mean, there's Jaws, I don't think. Well, right, but are you like, asking every movie or some movies? No, 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 no. Every movie. Like, every oh. movie, the fear is, is derived from some societal, oh. like, problem or common, like, issue. Well, Jaws is actually a great example feeling. of that, Andrew. The, the entire yeah. town fears the shark. Everyone is scared of sharks. Yeah. Well, after the first shark attacks. Before yeah. that, no one cares. But, yeah. But I mean, since the you first may time. not be like cowering in your house from sharks except you are still like afraid of them yeah but there was a shark on like like you know in your bathtub you'd be like oh out of the bathtub (laughs) i would be scared but okay then how about something like alien alien well i haven't seen that movie so it's just an alien that attacks these space these people on space these earth explorers um And, like, the thing, um, which was um, the game Among oh, Us, yes. was partly based off of the thing, and that's basically where just this human, this alien, like, can shapeshift into a human. Um, I'd, I'd, before, even after thinking it, I never thought I'd be in a situation where yeah. there'd be some kind of shape-shifting alien trying to kill me. Well, then... For the thing, I would offer that the societal uh, statement about that is trust. It's like, who can you trust? Because mm-hmm. people, it's often scary to think about that you can trust no one. And if you can yeah. trust no one, then like that's really scary. Because yeah. No, I think you make a very interesting point. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think if you really look deep into a lot of horror movies, you could probably get these kind of um, society you know, these deep issues. Um, but I also think there's some more lighthearted ones that you probably could look deeper, but you really don't need to look deeper. 
if you know what I'm saying. What do you like, mean you don't need? Like, like some horror movies, I, I don't think there is um, a super deep meaning to them. Some of them, what at least I, I interpret, what you see is what you get. And it's not like every horror movie, there's this really deep lore about, you know, society. I think some are. I think a lot are. Excuse me, but I also think Well, but some then where aren't. does the fear come from? Like, just like, in horror movies? If there's no deeper analysis of the horror movie, then, like, where is the fear derived from? Because they can't just make up something that's scary. Like, they have to base the fear off of a fear that, that people already have. Okay, well, then maybe I would argue that, like, um, not everyone... For some of these horror movies, it isn't a big enough societal thing for a lot of people to be scared for. Like, with Alien, I don't think I'd ever be scared that an alien would pop out of my stomach. Um, Same with The Thing. Um, You can argue that maybe you can't trust anyone, and I'd agree with that. But I think there's also just some movies that most people would get, you know, a good fright out of, but they wouldn't, you know really think um it was too based on like yeah society well an alien popping out of your stomach is just a symbol of fear that's not like like what the fear is is deprived from that's okay. just one of the ways that they convey the fear yeah so, i think for alien again i haven't seen that movie but from what you described i'd say that the the fear is derived from like un like like unhuman things Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you as the listener, um, tell us what you think. Do you think it? This you is. Decide. Yeah. Do you think this is? You know, kind of what Quinn's saying. Every movie, horror movie has a deeper connection, um, or are some horror movies what you see is what you get? Mm-hmm. But I think um, I think both most of us movies bring... is what you see is what you get. There mm-hmm. are a few, and those are that. I mean, obviously, what you see is what you get, except. Except, what are you getting? I don't think you can. I don't think you can say half of the movies are this, half of the movies is that. I think it really depends on you. Do you really analyze movies, yeah. or if you don't, if you don't really okay. analyze movies, and you'll say, "Hey, most movies aren't," you know, I don't think have well, a deeper meaning. But if you analyze every movie, then I think you can say that a lot of movies have these deeper kind of meanings. Well, just because you analyze a movie or not doesn't mean that 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 deeper meaning doesn't exist. It's like. True. It's just you. Like you whether you listener, own a Ferrari doesn't mean that Ferraris don't exist. That's yeah, yeah. But but I I'm just saying like it doesn't mean like we know Ferraris exist, uh-huh. but it doesn't mean we're gonna go and search for them. It's kind of what I'm saying. Well, right. But like we, we know there most likely is a deeper meaning for a lot of these, but it doesn't mean we really want to look deep. And and I I do like to find um, the deeper meaning. Especially for um, horror movies, because they're my favorite genre. But yeah, I completely understand what you're saying. Okay, and uh, we're going to end the episode there. Uh, So thank you for listening uh, to Behind the Screen. My personal favorite genre. And we'll be back with this episode probably next year. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, one year. Uh, I'll start my calendar right now. (laughs) Yeah, so everyone... 363 days. Everyone, hope you have a good Halloween. Make sure to not uh, get COVID. Stay safe. Wear a mask. Don't party too much. Sanitize.
yeah. I think that's just about it. Thank you guys right. for listening. All right. See you guys next week. My name is Quinn Harlow. I'm Matthew Pingallo. And I'm Andrew House. Fire in the gates of hell. Does you want to know when we keep starting fires? It's my desire. It's my desire.